sometimes you don't realize when you're so emerged and everything, you don't even give yourself that minute to like breathe where some creativity comes in that wouldn't have ever come in before. Hey, what's going on guys? Tuning in a bit early. Um, I'm very excited about today's show. We have a very special guest and I can't wait to dive into this episode. And I mean, ladies, this episode is definitely for you. If you're a mom, an entrepreneur, simply a fashion lover who is looking to build their brand, create opportunities, leverage your resources, maintain a healthy lifestyle and simply be on your fucking A game, then you don't want to miss this episode. And fellas, don't worry, I got us. I was able to get a few inside tips on how women think, what they look for, and what they love when it comes to building together. So if you guys enjoy this episode and find it valuable, please share it. Tag me on your Instagram stories for a shout out. You can tag me at DeAndre underscore Evans. That's D-A-N-D-R-E underscore E-V-A-N-S. I would love to go ahead and connect with as many of you as possible. Feel free to leave a review on iTunes to let us know what you thought about the show as this will go a long way. So with that being said, y'all know what time it is. It's time to level up. Let's get it. Level Up Daily, the hottest podcast for self-growth with interviews from the hottest celebrities. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. Now, your host, DeAndre Evans. Tola, level me up. Tola, level me up. Yeah. It's time to level up. Now level up. Yo, what's up, ladies and G's? Much love to those returning and shout out for those tuning in for the first time. This is the Level Up Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, DeAndre Evans, and today I have a very special guest. I mean, this woman is the definition of grind hustle, and I mean, she is everything all in one wrapped into it, and I'm very excited to have her on the show. She's a celebrity stylist, mompreneur, podcaster of the hot podcast, Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About, and Bravo TV personality. You may have spotted her work lighting up the red carpet, especially during the award season, as her signature pieces brings personality and boldness to our favorite A-list celebrities. I'm talking about from Justin Timberlake, Kanye West, Lisa Vanderpump, Dre Michelle, I mean, countless others. She's been profiled as the it girl in the celebrity styling world. And today she joins us to level up as I have the beautiful and talented Allie Levine on today's show. What's going on, Allie? How you doing? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm like <laughs> blushing with the compliments. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, I got you. I got you covered. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for having me. And I love the name of your podcast. And I just say because I just love it. It's like everything level up. I always say dial up your look, dial up what you're doing. So we're just like so in the same synergy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So we are definitely on the same wavelength for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that's I how it should it. be. And I'm definitely excited to have you on as I've been looking forward to it. Uh, I know we've been in communication over the what the past two to three weeks, you know, planning yeah. out trying to get everything, you know, together. But I, I definitely want to dive into, you know, your whole story and your backstory on everything, especially for those tuning in who may not know about you, you know, on the upfront. Um, but sure. you know what I like to do is just basically open up the field a little bit because today is what Monday. Today's Monday. Yeah, today's oh, today, Monday. Oh, today <laughs> is Monday. All right. So what's what's the hashtag for my, what's man 
I don't know what the hashtag is. Anyway, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> motivation but, uh, Monday. Yeah, there Monday we go. Motivation, <laughs> motivation Monday. I Perfect. have Mommy Monday on my blog and on my social. You know, it's Mommy, like whatever works for you. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we're going to use both of those. All right, let's put it all in one. So uh, what Perfect. I like to do is just uh, open up the floor to our guests and just allow them to share, you know, a little bit about themselves and their backstory. So if you don't mind, feel free to dive into, you know, your story. Oh, sure. Okay. So uh, as DeAndre very nicely said everything I've got <laughs> going on, um, I am a celebrity stylist and fashion expert. I started uh, in this world of entertainment almost, oh gosh, 12 or so years ago. I, long story short, started um, in New York. That's where I'm originally from. I moved to LA almost 10 years ago now. I worked in New York on a movie called Wall Street Money Never Sleeps, which many of you have probably heard of with Michael Douglas and Carrie Mulligan, Shia LaBeouf, and all those amazing actors. I was Oliver Stone's uh, personal production assistant. He is incredibly amazing and incredibly insane and nice. I can say that because he knows <laughs> that about himself yeah <laughs> uh, but he taught me so much you know just getting into the world really wanting to just hustle and learn everything he really just threw me right in when they say you know they throw you in the fire and see if you can survive there was you know no joke with me it was like hey do this and I was like I don't know how to get scripts ready I don't know how to do that you know it was like yeah. a million things you don't know how to do but you just figure it out and it's just kind of like you know fight or flight so I started figuring it out and started working with him and he said to me what are you really wanting to do and I had come from the production and design world before I was in entertainment I worked at coach for handbags and design and product development I worked at Talbot's I worked at Lacoste I worked at a company called Fragments which is a jewelry company and nice. I jewelry design for them <laughs> so I was in fashion always because I studied fashion in college but I just didn't really know where I wanted to be and after working for years in corporate I loved it and I learned a lot, but I felt like, oh, you know what? I don't really love being behind a desk. I don't really love that I don't have the full creativity that I feel like I should have. Like, you know, what can I do? And that was when stylists weren't even a thing then. Like there were shoppers and there was, you know, costume designers, but stylists mm -hmm. like hadn't even been a term that was coined yet. Rachel Zoe really hadn't even come out in the world yet. Yeah. So it really wasn't, you know, cause she kind of put the stylist name on the map and you know, it was like, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to work with people more. I wanted to work in fashion, but in a more fast moving and something a little bit more rewarding creativity wise. So I started asking around as I was kind of leaving the corporate world. And it was a hard, you know, move because of course I'm used to a paycheck. I'm used to stability and I'm working in these amazing positions, you know, getting paid for it and getting total notoriety and everything else. Mm -hmm. But I really wasn't happy. And it was like, okay, what should I do? And during that time when I was debating what I should do, that was when like in New York, kind of they had that small mini market crash, everything like happened back in, gosh, trying to remember. And I think it was like 2000, I'm going to date yeah. myself, yeah. 2000 and <laughs> 2000 and like, maybe like seven, eight, somewhere, in there. To remember now. somewhere yeah. in there. Yeah. And so it was like, you know, everything wasn't going well for a lot of corporate businesses. And I was ended up being laid off by coach. And it was like, interesting, because I was thinking about leaving and it was almost like this blessing in disguise that I didn't know came. Mm. And it was like, you know, forced me to get out and just kind of figure out like, okay, now what am I going to do? So I started asking around different people had some friends and you know family and started saying hey like what should I do which I look into and people were like well I'm talking production why don't you think about movies and television and I was yeah. like I would have never 
you know, thought of that, <laughs> yeah. you know, it just wasn't something that was in my mind or my radar. And so it was like, okay, you know, and I have some family that does work in the business. And so they, my cousin uh, had a contact with someone that was working on Wall Street Whenever Sleeps. And they were like, you know, we'll get you an interview. And I was like, okay, great. And had no idea I was going to be meeting Oliver Stone and his whole team for this interview. So I like yeah. walk into their office, you know, it, you know, on Madison Avenue and I sit down and you know, there he is in front of me and they're asking me all these questions. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm like <laughs> brand new to this, but I work hard and, you know, mm-hmm. I did fashion and, you know, I did design and I know what I'm doing in that respect. I would love to have an opportunity to be your assistant. Like, yes, I will do whatever you need. And it was like, well, we just need someone to run and do whatever. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, yeah, I'll run and do whatever. And you really don't realize sometimes what you're signing up for when you are, you know, an assistant, like, you really are like running and doing whatever, like you are someone's bitch straight up. Just running I mean, around. <laughs> yeah, just running around with like a chicken with your head cut off. I mean, there's no other nice way to like put that. I mean, like people will be like, oh, you should say it more eloquently. I'm like, but that's the truth. And me being from New York, like there just is no sugarcoating. Like that's just what it is. Uh-huh. So, right. you know, so I started working, you know, for him. And then after a few months of really working hard and just going and getting, you know, coffee and donuts and being on set and helping get whatever he needed and running around for him and mm-hmm. different people on the set. He said to me, what is it that you want to do? And I said, I honestly don't know, but I love fashion. I'm intrigued by costume and I would love to explore that world further when it comes mm-hmm. to the entertainment industry. Yeah. And so he was amazing because our movie was like almost eight months long. And so after a few months of working with him directly, he introduced me to who's still my mentor to this day, mm-hmm. uh, Shawnee Hill who was one of the uh, wardrobe assistants on the movie. And he was like, work with her and have her, you know, help you and show you kind of what's going on. And so also, you know, got me going and had me starting to help with just, you know, small tasks, like go drop off the clothing, go pick up dry cleaning, go bring this into their trailer, you know, whatever they needed. And then I started working with the costume designer, Mm -hmm. Ella Mirajnik, who is, you know, famous and amazing Mm -hmm. and was incredible to me. (laughs) And she took me under her wing and she really had me just, again, same thing as Oliver, go to her apartment and help her, you know, get things ready for the next day, go feed her cat, you know, go yeah, yeah. around, <laughs> go, go in the car yeah. with her to whatever meeting she had to go to, you know, kind of like Devil Wears Prada-ish, you know, mm-hmm. and um, just start really hustling and running around with her. And from there, I started really falling in love with costume and entertainment mm-hmm. industry and really seeing like, wow, this is so creative and so different from what I've done, but this is like exactly what I've been looking for. Nice. I love it. And that's how, you know, we got here to the Level of Daily yeah. Podcast. We love it all exactly. the way up from start to finish. Exactly. <laughs> right. You start from the bottom, now you're here. Exactly. Right? exactly. How it goes. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. You know, shout out to, you know, uh, Oliver Stone for sure, you know, for, you know, paving the way and giving you, a, a, you know, a guiding point on where to go and how to move. And shout out to all the collaborations that you have a lot uh, of potential, you know, under, under your belt, you know, uh, when it comes to the field of interest and growing into the clothing industry. And I love it. Um, but, you know, let's take a step back. Cause I know for a lot of people tuning in, that was a lot of information they just took in. <laughs> yes, so they, absolutely. So they, I know. I'm yeah. like, I, going through my story, like yeah. I always tell people, I'm like, I don't know how far back you want me to go. And I never yeah. know how like to explain it. Cause like, you just heard it. Like, how, how do you like, how do you explain like, yeah. you know, oh, this is what I did. And this is what I did. It's it, it, it definitely a lot. So yeah, right. so, <laughs> to the listeners that are listening, it's, 
basically it's a grind and it takes a <laughs> lot of steps and a lot of work and yeah. I'm still working. <laughs> and, no, we appreciate it though. Cause I mean, a lot of people, you know, may need to hear, you know, every single step exactly like what you did, how you got started, you know, having your back against the wall and not knowing what to do. Like a lot of people, you need to hear that, you know, to get them started. So uh, we love it for sure. But it's just, you know, the, the idea of concept of just knowing, okay, all right, what's the main points? What are we taking out of this? What can we do to go from point A to point B? So I love Absolutely. it. I love it. I love the whole story. Thank you. <laughs> I was over here listening like, yep, eating some chips. Like, yep, here we go. <laughs> but, uh, so when it comes to, you know, being a, a celebrity stylist, like what, what's the biggest challenge when you style any celebrities? I mean, you got to, you know, fly to different places. You run around trying to get things together. Like what's the difficulty of it? Oh my gosh. There's so many difficulties in styling, but I would say one of them is just the client itself. Mm -hmm. There's some days where I have a client who will listen to everything I say. Mm -hmm. They are on board about everything I pick for them. And it's like a dream day. And then there's other days which are much more the norm where the client (laughs) is like, no, I don't like that. Or maybe their own self-confidence. They don't feel like they can wear something. Mm -hmm. Maybe they just, they really in their mind have a vision of something that's not the vision I have. Like Mm -hmm. there's so many things that go into styling someone. And I think a lot of people, when they want to become a stylist and they want to get into the industry, they get really frustrated and they get really discouraged really quickly because they think right away, oh, it just, I go pick out clothes and then I dress them. And it's like, no, it's not like dressing yourself. It's not like dressing your friend. There are so many things, especially when it comes to celebrity, to yeah. keep in mind their body type. How does the fabric feel? How does it look? What event are they attending? What are they trying to say? What is the message of the clothing? Like all these things, you know, what, what is their brand? Mm-hmm. Because you're a part of all of that. And so I think all of those become major challenges when you're creating these visions with them, especially when you take it towards like award season and big red carpets, because all eyes are on them, cameras on them, a million pictures everywhere. And it's on you to make sure that like everything happens, everything looks good and they come together seamlessly and they look amazing and they feel amazing because let me tell you, when you have a client who doesn't feel amazing, it's immediate the second you see them on the carpet. Yeah. They, you could tell that whole outfit just swallowed them whole. So, I mean, I would say there's just different challenges, you know, depending on the client, depending on who it is. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it could also be like too many cooks in the kitchen, mm-hmm. like anything else, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know, as nicely as I can say that, like I want to strangle some of my clients, <laughs> managers and agents and, you yeah. know, and it's like, listen, they're doing their job and mm-hmm. I get it and I respect them. But at the same time, it's like you hired me as the expert to come in right. and dress them. Now you're telling me, no, not that color. No, not this. We need 10 more options. No, let's change this. And it could be like the 11th hour. Like everything was chosen. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. And then the agent saw it. And then, oh, just kidding. Now we need 10 more options. Yeah. I mean, the lists are endless when it gotcha. comes to the challenge of styling gotcha gotcha yeah that's that's definitely a, a challenge in itself <laughs> yeah to exactly to all of that yeah that's that's, <laughs> that's crazy and I, I definitely commend you for all of your hard work because as you can tell that's a lot of work that's like you oh, play absolutely. trying to please you know your client and trying to get the goal and the job done so I know that can be stressful for sure yeah you have to really like when it comes to styling really really hone in on like what does my client want what are they like? What am I trying to achieve here? And get as close as you can to that perfect vision because that's why they're hiring you. Absolutely. And I 100% agree. I think that goes for like almost any field, but definitely within of the, course, the fashion industry absolutely. for sure. 
you know, just making sure you get the job done and making sure your client is happy. That's the, the ultimate yes. goal right there. But I, I do want to take a step back because, like I said, we all over the place. Like, I feel like it's going <laughs> to be a dope episode for sure. But I just want to make sure we hit some th- key things here uh, for a lot sure. of our listeners. Because yeah, I know, ahead. you know, personally, we, we were talking, you know, offline, you know, before we got on just, you know, in terms of your personal goals and as far as taking your brand to the next level for yourself. Like, you know, what, what do you see yourself doing outside of, you know, styling, of course? I know you're going from A-list celebrities, but are you trying to be, you know, more remote and doing other things? Like, what does that actually entail? Yeah, thanks for asking that. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about how I've become a new mom and everything's kind of like been changing for me and I'm trying to figure out where I'm going. And so, yeah, in answer to your question, I would say from when I first started styling celebrities and everything I've been doing up until now, mm-hmm. it's kind of built me my own brand and put me in my own light where I'm trying to figure out like where is Alina brand going and I've been very lucky and blessed that I've had so many celebrity clients that have helped build my own name and also support me at all my events and ventures that I do like I have a jewelry line called Hearts on Fire that I'm doing collaboration with Sterling Forever mm-hmm. and I've had my celebrity clients wear it and support it and show it off for me yeah. and so things like that have shown me that I want to really start having kind of like this household name for my brand. And I still am going to style, of course, we'll still work with clients, but I am trying to do some more remotely now that I do have my daughter and I'm trying to be home with her more and, mm-hmm. you know, in her life, cause she's only nine and a half months old and I want to be around for her little moments and yeah. everything. Cause she's growing so fast. It's insane. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, and what's I feel her like name? I just had her Amelia Ray. Amelia Ray. I love it. That's very pretty. That's very Thank pretty. you. She's a, it's after my uh, my grandmother, uh, who was like my fashion icon and my everything who passed away uh, six years ago. She was mm. named after her. Mm. Um, and okay. so, yeah, so very special to me. And, uh, you know, that being said, like, she's growing up so quickly. Like, she'll be 10 months in the next week or so. And so I've realized, like, I still want to style. I still want to work with celebrities. But I really want to take my brand to the next level. And thanks to social media and everything I've been doing, I've been really, you know, becoming an influencer in the game because so many brands and products have been reaching out to me and want me to work with them and do campaigns. And I take my influencer work very seriously. So I've been focused on like what products align with me, what brands make sense for me and who I am and my lifestyle and who my followers are and engaging with them and giving them real authentic products and things that really matter to me and that I really align with. And so that's a space I've been getting, you know, very heavily into. I have a podcast with my co-host, Amanda Lauren, called Things We're Too Lazy to Blog, like we mentioned earlier. I'm really working on that and our amazing guests and the people we bring on to inspire and empower people, you know, just enjoy the show. And so very similar to yours, except ours is a little bit more (laughs) in the sense (laughs) of the comedy of Things We're Too Lazy to Blog about, you know, it's like, hey, we're two women that don't ever have enough time in the day. And so we wanted to create this show to make it a fun place where we get to talk about all different things. And hopefully you take something away from it, whether inspired, you get a laugh or you're empowered. And we've had all different celebrities on and public figures and, you know, different people on. And so that's a space that I've been working really hard on. And I'm actually going to do my own podcast off that show as well. That's going to be more raw me Mm because I've been getting a lot of people asking me, hey, Allie, like, you know, what are you up to now? What's going on with you? And it's a very interesting thing I've I've seen over the last two years and like answering your question. So many people have been reaching out and asking more about me and who I am and like what I'm doing and like what I want to put my hands on and what I'm into. And so I'm working on another potential jewelry line collaboration. Mm-hmm. I want to eventually have my own like clothing or shoe line so I can help style the everyday person in a more affordable way. And they get 
my tips and tricks, but in a garment or in an outfit or something of that nature that they can wear. I want to remotely style more and do like FaceTime and Zoom and different consultations to help people that maybe can't afford to have me come and work with them on a daily basis. Or they just want to do something very simple from home and say, hey, I just am a college student, but I love you. And I want your advice on my date night outfit, you know, yeah. like whatever it is, you know, yeah. down the road, I would love to have an app for styling and helping people with, you know, different quick questions like that. I have a lot of different ideas. I see, as, I see. You I know, love it. <laughs> of I where love it. I, I want to go and things like that. But I would, of course, we all love like to, you know, create and cultivate and dream of all different things. I think that's what makes so many entrepreneurs so amazing and you know also so like crazy and terrifying at the same time and it's like that excitement that really thrills you and I think for me I definitely am in the mompreneur scene now being a mom and working with a lot of moms and Absolutely. baby products you know um, I am really excited about styling but in a more tweaked fashion of which celebrities really now kind of align with what I'm doing and I feel like they align with me and helping them with their styles, even some pregnant celebrities and women that have given birth that maybe didn't expect to have things change with their body and need help and navigating it. And I just went through that and I'm navigating it. So helping with their journey, with my own journey. Mm -hmm. So just really figuring those things out and moving myself forward in, in that regard. Perfect, perfect. I love it. I know everyone tuning in is either laughing, writing down notes, you know, taking concepts, loving every moment of it. They like, I'm sure they're laughing. She, they're like, oh my God, she has so much to say. She got so much energy. I love it though. Like everybody knows me on the podcast. Like I'm, I'm it's funny because I'm an introvert, right? But when uh-huh. I get on the podcast, like I'm totally different. Like people are like, yo, that's not really you. Oh, <laughs> I love podcast, it. That's right? awesome. You've got like your own like side personality. Yeah. That's great. Good yeah. for you. That's why you have this outlet. Right, right. And it's, and it's been going so well. So I definitely want to take a step back again, really quick. We're just going to take this step by step and break this down here, especially for those yeah. tuning in. Totally. Um, because I just, for, for one, I just want to say congratulations, you know, being a mom. Oh, thank uh, you. Say, you know, I definitely, uh, you it's know, the support best thing that. Ever. Absolutely. Thank and you. absolutely. And I know my, I, I actually truly say that because I know a lot of people around this time are having, you know, beautiful kids. It's like the blessing that they always hope for. Right. And it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing, a beautiful moment. So I absolutely. definitely want to, you know, commend you for that and to say again, congrats. But, uh, let's take a step inside the motherhood really quick. Sure. Because I know it can get very interesting, especially <laughs> being an entrepreneur, right? Doing your thing, styling celebrities, trying to branch off, build your brand. I know it can be very interesting and challenging at the same time. Like, how has that journey oh, been yeah. so far for you? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has been, as you said, a journey. It is definitely so crazy and so amazing all at the same time. It's like everyone says they can prepare you, um, you know, for it, but you really can't. Like I've read easily 12 books when I was pregnant and I went to all these classes and did all these things. And it's like, it sounds terrible, but like the moment she was born, I was like, shit, I I learned nothing. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) you're just like, and then I feel like I was saying this to a friend of mine the other day. And I feel like a lot of people don't even realize this when they're, pregnant and they have their child and some people don't even realize it even after they've had children in my opinion the mother is almost like reborn like you're you be kind of become like even though you don't you don't lose who you are but in a sense like things change because all of a sudden everything that was like the priority of you is now the priority of your child as mm-hmm. it should be but it's it's just a different shift and like for me 
I went through very heavy postpartum depression. And that was something that I like never in a million years thought that I would experience. Yeah. And, you know, being such a positive person and always being so like you said, like bubbly and outgoing and Mm -hmm. all these things, it was really hard for me to kind of realize that I was going through that and that, you know, it was happening and I was kind of in this like dark hole and I loved Amelia so much, but I almost lost sight of me and didn't even know how to navigate me. Like she would take a nap and I would then like sit there and just cry by myself and get depressed. And I'd be like, why am I doing that? And after finally some counseling and some family help and, you know, friends and different resources, Mm -hmm. I started realizing I've kind of been reborn in a sense. Like life is different for me now. And it doesn't mean that things have to, go away but it means that things have to change and things have to tweak a little bit mm-hmm. and I have to figure out and navigate like what that looks like right. and I have to give myself grace that like not everything will get done the way maybe the way things got done before and you know I was a true I would say workaholic before I had Amelia like I just no matter what I always joke like 25 7 you know like that was my you know calendar that was my time like I always worked and it was a problem like even with my husband like he would be like are we gonna hang out at all tonight like Mm. are you gonna put the phone down for an hour you know and I'd be like no no no, I gotta work on this project yeah and you know and and it's so easy to do that because of course we all want to work towards our goals we want to work super hard we want to make sure we're making things happen but sometimes you don't realize when you're so emerged and everything you don't even give yourself that minute to like breathe where some creativity comes in that wouldn't have ever come in before, you know, and all these things happen. It's so interesting for me with having Amelia, I realized through my postpartum depression and everything I've been navigating with motherhood, I've become like the most creative and I've become the most like on top of things, even though I'm not working all the time now. And I'm, things are coming to me that never came to me before. And this creative space is opening up so much more. And I'm, kind of like wow like this was apparently that push and that sense of balance that I needed yeah. that I didn't really even know that I needed right. and we all need balance in our lives whether it's of course with eating or you know work or relationships like there's always balance and it needs to be there but you're not always aware mm-hmm. that you're not balancing and I really truly wasn't I was just in this very heavy tunnel vision of work 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 make things happen, get things done. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between like you were saying a hustling and grinding to like this extreme of like, it's unhealthy. And I didn't realize I kind of had hit that tipping point of extreme and unhealthy. And so I think that when I had Amelia, so backing up, I had a C-section for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. And I very much had a very unexpected traumatic birth. I was in labor for 42 hours and wound up in a C-section and it was just, much harder than I expected. And it put me on bed rest for almost seven weeks. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't even like expect to, in my mind, it was like, I'm going to have her, I'm going to, you know, literally put her in the carrier and I'm going to go back to work three weeks later. And that was <laughs> not what happened, yeah. you know? And yeah. that was not, and it's like, yeah, I laugh about it now. Cause I'm like, really Allie, you know, but <laughs> like when I was pregnant, that was how I thought. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. Like, there's no other way. That's who I am. And so when she was born and then that happened, it was like, okay, no, you're on bed rest. You can't drive. My mom drove me for the first like nine weeks. Like, so that was just so hard to swallow as is. And then going through the whole postpartum depression and everything, I really need to like focus on myself. I need to go deep within myself and I need to work through 
what I'm not working through and mm-hmm. like, what is that? And so it kind of, in a way, I feel like was a blessing, even though it was really, really hard at the time and like really depressing and just so upsetting for me in so many ways. And I felt like so behind and just so out of it and, you know, not seeing anybody and just kind of in this cocoon, but it was kind of like the right thing for me at the time, I guess, because I believe things for the most part happen for a reason. Absolutely. And I think, you know, for me, it was like, it shed light on the fact that motherhood is like this crazy journey and it's not just one thing and it's not just one answer. And it's, and for you, it's also like this new journey and you have to really be good to yourself and you have to really be aware and make sure you're taking care of everything going on within you besides just the baby. And so I've kind of taken that now into my whole journey with motherhood and navigating each day and, So for example, Mm -hmm. we were supposed to, you know, podcast earlier and, you know, thank you for being flexible, but like, that's my life. And I've had to come to terms with like, things are not always going to be on this perfect schedule in my head. Like they used to be. Mm -hmm. And like life, of course, as we all know, is never what you think it's going to be. And like my dad (laughs) always says to me, you know, man makes plan, God laughs. And I used to be like, okay, dad, but now Mm -hmm. it's one of my favorite quotes because it's true. Like, you know, you just, whatever you believe, you make plans and the universe in some way shakes things up. And there's some days where I feel like I get everything done and I'm super mom and I'm like, yes, I got everything done for work and (laughs) I got the house cleaned and she's great and everything's good. And then there's days where I literally just sit there and cry because she's crying (laughs) because she's teething. Nothing Uh got done. The house was like an explosion, you know? So it's like, I'm just learning to like exist in this beautiful but crazy mess what motherhood is and enjoying every moment and just trying to learn as much as I can as I take each lesson. And I feel like Amelia is teaching me like every second how to be more patient and a better person and a better woman. I love it. I love it. And I know your husband is definitely supportive and actually, uh, you know, making sure you're accommodated correctly too, you know, when it comes to that. And I definitely, um, you know, want to give him a shout out because I know that can be stressful as well. Justin is very like, no, you're right. And I thank you for saying that because it's so true. And he really stepped up when he realized I was going through postpartum depression. You know, he was like, okay, what can I do to help? You know, what can, what, what can I do so that you don't feel like this? And I honestly had no answer because I don't think most people that go through it even know they're going through it. And then when they mm-hmm. kind of come to terms with it, it's like, oh, yeah, but I'll be fine. I'll just shake it off. And you don't realize it's not that easy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, it's just like any other depressions that you go through in life. And I think it's really important to talk about those things, especially on like an amazing podcast like yours where a lot of people are listening because I feel like a lot of people don't discuss depression. A lot of people don't discuss mm-hmm. Things can get dark. Things can get hard. And I feel like it's important, especially someone like me, who everyone says to me all the time, oh, my God, you always look so put together. Oh, my God, you're always smiling. And it's true. I am, for the most part, always smiling. And, yes, I try to look put together, especially because I love fashion and I know how to make myself look way more together than most. Yeah. But just because <laughs> it's who I am. You know, I, like mm-hmm. it's, like, in me. But at the same time, that we all go through these struggles. Right. We all go through points of darkness, things change in our lives, whatever it is that happens and it changes us and it, and it makes things, you know, feel unbearable at the time or make things, you know, seem impossible. And it's like, you just have to keep persevering through and you have to keep 
telling yourself that like, I'm learning something from this, or I'm taking away something, I'm growing from this. And I believe like I heard a quote the other day that said, we're pushed towards our comfort zones to a point, And then we eventually get out. And it's mm. I and, and I was like, that's so interesting. Because at first, when I read it, I was like, I don't get it. And then I kind of <laughs> sat there. You know, I did a lot. I sat yeah. there. And I was like, okay, actually, it's true. Because it's like, you stay in your comfort zone, to a point, no matter what it is in life, relationship, work, whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden you hit this tipping point and you're like, I got to get out of this. Like, it's almost like it consumes you and you have to get out and you have to grow in order to move forward. If you don't constantly change, you're never growing and you're never going to be, you know, the better version of yourself that you're supposed to be. And so that's something I've had to teach myself with everything I've navigated with motherhood is like, I'm growing as a person, I'm growing as a mother, and I need to keep going through this and navigating this as best I can. Absolutely. Now, let's let's dive into this a little deeper here, because I know I have sure. a lot of, of women listeners tuning in, and some may have children, some may be, you know, getting ready to give birth or thinking about yeah. having children. Like, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to, you know, other mompreneurs out there uh, that are trying to find that balance between their careers and their personal life? Oh, wow. <laughs> I would just, <laughs> I laugh because it's like, <laughs> you know, like, okay, for example, I mm -hmm. have Amelia on a schedule for the most part. And one of the schedules I have her on, and there's so many different books, but one of the books I vibed with is called Baby Whisperer. And it's all about putting them on a schedule from like the get go, getting them sleep trained, the whole thing. And it stands for the acronym is easy. And it's eat, activity, sleep, yourself. And I laugh because I'm like, okay, I got the eat activity sleep down for the baby, but like yourself, ha, huh? it's like very laughable, you know? Yeah. Me, something for me, what, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's like finding, again, it's like finding that balance in the craziness and it's not always going to be balanced. Like I think if I could go back to when I was pregnant and I was imagining everything in my mind and how everything was going to be so perfectly planned out and this was going to happen and that was going to happen, I think I would say to myself, well, first off, like, uh, you're crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> and second off, I would say, like, okay, things are not going to go the way you think they're planned. Like, for example, my birth went nowhere near what I planned. I mean, without going too crazy into it. And people can look mm -hmm. it up to, like, people and some other outlets covered it and this and that. But I wanted to have a natural birth. I felt very connected to my daughter in the water, I would take baths all the time when I was pregnant. So I wanted a natural birth. Mm -hmm. I wanted a tub birth. I planned everything. I went over everything, my midwife, my doula, the whole thing, found where I was going to be. <laughs> and my daughter had other plans. You know, I was in the tub. I was pushing. I was pushing for a very long time. Things did not happen the way I thought they were going to. And then I wound up, you know, at the hospital with interventions and wound up in my C-section. And, you know, it kind of showed me after having her like, again, you know, man makes plan, God laughs. It's like your baby chooses their birth. So when you're, if you're a mom who's expecting, you're a mom who's planning to be pregnant or getting ready to give birth, just tell yourself, like, have a birth strategy, have a birth idea, mm -hmm. but don't, don't lock in in your mind and don't commit to like, this is the be all end all. This is my plan. Because I think that's what also really got me into my depression Because I was so locked on, this is my plan, this is how it has to be. And when things didn't go that way, it mm -hmm. truly like, did, like made me feel depressed. And it truly like shook me. And so my advice would be like, really keep that in mind and just figure out like, what are your non-negotiables and what are what is really, really important to you that like, you must stand by and stick to that. But everything else, 
if it needs to change, let it change. As far as being a new mom, mm-hmm. just g- give yourself grace. Just know that like things are not always going to happen the way you want them to. And you learn your balance as you go along. You know, like the first, I feel like the first two months of Amelia's life, there was no balance at all. She was a brand new baby. She was crying all the time. I was, you know, I'm nursing all the time. And I, I decided to exclusively breastfeed. So that's a huge commitment, you know? Yeah. And so I'm nursing her and, you know, trying to keep her happy and be on her schedule. Mm-hmm. And it's like crazy, you know, and, and they're pooping and peeing everywhere. I mean, it's like everything, <laughs> you know, a, a chaos, yeah. a chaos. And it's like, what are you, you know, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're literally covered in shit. You're, you know, trying to get dressed. And it's right. like, this isn't happening. You know, it's like, everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, I feel like especially you have to just enjoy that beautiful mess because they become a, you know, they go from a newborn to just a regular baby in such a quick amount of time. So you have to just kind of enjoy it and try not to focus too much on, you know, that heavy balance, hopefully, depending on your situation, if you're working, you have maternity leave and you're able to take those moments, but whatever it is, just try to give yourself that grace. And then Mm. once you get back into the swing of things, whether you're going back to work or you're working from home, just start trying to figure out your schedule. And obviously that changes, but try to figure out what you want it to look like each day. I try to really set myself up now. I've learned that I really need to have different routines. So I try to set myself up with like just knowing how things are going to go. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this morning, she, Amelia is going to nurse. Then we're going to go downstairs. I'm going to give her her solids. I'm going to pump. I'm going to check my emails while she plays on her mat and plays with her toys. Like then, you know, I'm going to play with her. Then I'm going to get on a phone call. Like you try to just set yourself up as much as you can on a somewhat of a routine. And one thing I really, and I speak about this heavily on my blog and on my social media, because it's something I'm really trying to put into practice into my own life mm-hmm. is, setting intentions. I really realized that instead of saying, oh, this is my resolution or, oh, this is what I have to do. This is what's going to happen. I'm trying to really not go there and put that pressure on myself. And I feel like a lot of people kind of feel that way. It's like they don't want to feel pressured to like have to make things happen all the time. So to me, it's like set that intention, whatever your intention is, big or small, like Set the intention, I'm going to create, you know, this jewelry line. Or set the intention, like, I'm going to get up and do 15 minutes of exercise this morning. Whatever it is, doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, you know, if it's a huge goal or something small. Just tell yourself that you're setting that intent. And you're setting yourself up for that success to try to make it happen. Absolutely. I love it. I I love when you speak. I I just got to be quite honest. Like, you you definitely dive into it. You you go all in. Like, you you don't hold back, which I love. And I know all my listeners are really going to appreciate this segment, this episode, because, you know, some people, they come on and give, you know, quick answers, short segments, which is fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I really enjoy, you know, the, the lengthy spills the true stories the you know the trials and tribulations because that's what really people need to hear because like you say they may be going through a period where it's difficult to bounce back you know in a situation Mm -hmm. like that they may be going through postpartum depression you know it's a lot of things people don't discuss life is not easy and that's the thing it's like and that's why I, I was very excited to come on your podcast because I can tell you have that kind of platform and you allow that and like you said a lot of people give quick answers nothing wrong with that people are busy everything is not but I just think I've learned, especially everything that I've gone through and, and being a new mom and being in the public eye and being on camera and all these different things, like how much I've had to navigate and how things have affected me. I feel like if I can help other people, then I want to share that rawness and that realness. 
Absolutely. So speaking of helping other people, especially when it comes to moms, mompreneurs, shout out to all the moms out there. Yes, <laughs> moms right are now. amazing. Exactly. I love all of you. <laughs> <But> <laughs> when it comes to, you know, the styling side, right? Because I know you still are a stylist and I know mm -hmm. you are a mother now. Like, what would be some tips, you know, to help those moms who are constantly on the go, you know, trying to find their style and their edge? Absolutely. Good question. So, I would say, and this isn't just for moms, but it definitely works for moms. Okay. Find your uniform. And when I say that, I mean, figure out what works best for you and try to stick with that, especially in the beginning when you're a new mom and you don't have time to think. So like for me, a maxi dress is one of my uniforms. I find it very easy to throw on a maxi dress. I can nurse in it easily because I can pull, you know, the straps down, easy access to the boobs for my daughter, <laughs> you know, all these things that you have to think about. But truly think about like, what is it that makes you feel comfortable and wear that and get it in a bunch of different colors or get it in a bunch of different styles so that you don't feel like when you're in the closet, you're overwhelmed and exhausted by what you're trying to put together. And then everything feels like a mountain. And then you're like, oh, forget it. You know, I'll just throw on sweats and go out the door. Like, give yourself that moment to say, okay, I feel good in these leggings. And I like this kind of top. Then great. Get those types of leggings in a few different styles, a few different colors. And get those types of tops, whether it be, you know, maybe it's a longer knit sweater, maybe you mm -hmm. like more of a seamless tank, whatever it is that makes you feel good and feels comfortable, of course, depending on where you're going in the whole nine yards. But just think in your mind for the basics, it's about the uniform and then tweak it around that. So whatever that style, whatever that garment, whatever that structured look looks like, and then build out from there. And then remember, you can always add accessories or cute shoes or a cute belt or a cute hat like your look may seem basic to you but it doesn't have to be basic but it can start with those basic essentials in order to establish your uniform so you're not feeling like you're digging for everything in the moment and then add what you want to add to add your own personality love it love it so i hope ladies you're taking some notes you're jotting it down you got it written in your book you know you save yeah. it on your phone and if, uh, and if you need further of course you can just reach out to me directly i love helping especially other moms and I've had a lot of moms reach out to me lately and I do remote styling with them, you know, whether it be via text, via Skype, via Zoom, you know, FaceTime, whatever works. I love especially helping moms because I know what they're going through and what they're feeling. So I am here for you and for tips and whatever you need. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And now I know we talked briefly about it earlier um, in, in regards to your jewelry line that you have, which is Hearts on Fire, right? Yes. Perfect, perfect. So you know, tell us a little bit more about that. Is it unisex? Is it just for women or is it for both, both men and women, kids too? Or Yeah, so my jewelry line, Hearts on Fire, was designed when I was pregnant with Amelia. Mm -hmm. I found out I was having a girl, so I chose to make the um, stone be uh, opals and like kind of pink opals. So I wanted it to reflect that feminine girly feel um, of her and what I was feeling when I was pregnant. And the Hearts on Fire was because I truly felt like my heart was on fire. Like I felt like everything mm -hmm. in my life was really just happening. I was so excited about being pregnant and starting this new chapter in my life with mm -hmm. Justin. And it was just like, that was just like, to me, like that was the perfect name. It just like really, truly felt right to me. And the jewelry line is for women. I have had a few yeah. um, males um, choose to wear things for photo shoots and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to say, that if you're a male, you can't rock it because by all means, you <laughs> <Right>. do you, <laughs> um, you know, um, but it was designed um, for women on Nordstrom site. It is listed under the women's category 
And I have had a couple of people tell me that they've gotten uh, one of the cuff bracelets for their um, young daughters because um, they do they, they do um, stretch and they do fit. So, you know, you can wear them for, you know, a young child or I would say teenager. Yeah. Um, and it's, of course, up to you when you're purchasing it, what you want. But for me, when I created it and designed it, I just had in mind in general this elegance yet classic and fierce field in it that really empowers you. It was, you know, my thought was whether it be your mother's wearing it, you're wearing it, your daughter's wearing it, they feel amazing. They feel empowered. I always say confidence is your best accessory. They feel that confidence. They feel that beauty. And that's what it gives you. And it gives you like that true heart and that true fire in your soul. And each piece I design, the pieces are very like modern and antique looking yeah. and kind of unique. And that's kind of just to attribute to my own style because I love the blending of the world, the things kind of being a little bit old school, but tying in this real modern vibe mm. as well. Yeah, like that vintage look. Like, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha, exactly. Gotcha. See, I'm here with you. I'm, I'm I and I. I know. I love it. I'm, I'm like, you, you got it. Vintage but modern. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. So when I get to the red carpet and I make it out there, I'm going to have you uh, style me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and put me we'll out have there. so much fun. I know, Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. But I know I, I don't <laughs> have you long and I know we're running out of time here. But I did want to leave off on a positive for sure, especially with everything we've been talking about. Uh, we have the holidays coming up, right? We got the awards coming up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we got so much going on. Um, personally, like, what would you recommend for both men and women, you know, when it comes to their style for this upcoming month here in um, February? Like, what, what to look out for? What styles can they look out for and watch out for? Okay. So for women, I would say, especially from the red carpet, you're going to see more prints and ruffles really come about. Because that's like you'll see at SAG Awards this past weekend and a bunch of other, um, or whenever it's going to air, but SAG Awards are happening at this time. Um, Golden Globes just happened, Critics' Choice just happened. A lot of the looks from those carpets, you saw a lot of really fun prints and um, brighter, vibrant, different styles and a lot of ruffles for women. Um, also for men, we saw a lot of prints as well. So I think you'll see a little bit more modern prints incorporated in blazers and some different shirts and shorts and you know some just different details for a man's look and of course in their accessories whether it be like a bow tie or a hat or something like that we saw a lot of really cool watches for men on the carpet so I think you're gonna see a lot more time pieces and some different things for guys just for something to change up with their look because that's like an easy accessory to add and with women also I think the champagne colors and metallics you're gonna really see kind of transition into just our evening cocktail looks for everyday women and not just that for the red carpet. So I would say, and my biggest advice always when it comes to people when they're trying to figure out also style-wise and this and that is like, I always say if there's something that you like on the red carpet, think about how you can transition into your wardrobe and how it can be either something for a night out or for your daily lifestyle. Like some women they watch the red carpet and they'll love the crazy jumpsuit that someone has on. And maybe they can't rock that exact you yeah. know, jumpsuit because it's, you know, heavy draping and it's got a train and, you know, the whole nine yards. And we're not all trying to, you know, carry a train around with us, you know. Yeah. But you can re, you know, like re-wear it and wear it in your own way and recreate it and wear something like a simple jumpsuit and add, you know, a blazer with it and have it look business chic and work for you, even if it's not 
that exact look. So I always say like, take that inspiration and mm-hmm. make it yours, you know, and, and create it to be your own style. So you feel like that you can rock it. Um, you know, and I think award season is really fun because it really brings out a lot of those trends that we see maybe on the runway that we're not sure what to do with. And then we see our favorite celebrities wearing it. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe I could wear something like that if it was more, you know, simplified for me. So I think that's like a good, good takeaway when you're looking at looks on the red carpet. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So guys, pay attention to the red carpet. I'm pretty sure Miss Levine work will be blazing a trail. Everybody's <laughs> wearing it and rocking it. Even though she's a mompreneur now, she's getting things done. She's still making it happen. And yes, uh, I, am, a- I am making it happen <laughs> in, in, in diapers and craziness and all. <laughs> right, right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm gonna make sure I have all of her information down below within the description, guys, so you can check it out if you want to reach out to her. Um, as you can tell, she She's a very down-to-earth sweetheart. She's very open and uh, informative uh, about what she does. And I know that she's willing to help. So if you guys are thinking about, you know, stepping into the fashion industry, definitely get with her. You're thinking about, you know, what to do next as far as being a mom, you know, how to balance your career, get with her, reach out to her. And I'm pretty sure she'd be happy to help. Absolutely. Yes. And, And I know you'll put all the notes below, but if they go to my blog, I always list different fashion and trends, like what we were just discussing. I talk about different looks that people can wear and different trends and things I recommend. I do baby, mom, men, women. I, of course, have Mommy Monday where I talk about kind of my everyday struggles and wins as a mom. So I'm very, like you said, I'm very transparent and very real. Um, I like to really keep it that way. So I would love for people (laughs) to come and read and, you know, check things out and just feel that authenticity because I think that's what we're all here for. And I'm honored to be on your podcast because I think that, you know, what you're doing with, level up is that you're showing people to be their authentic selves and to really truly share and explain where they've come from in their journey so that's what I really try to really push and show within my own brand and who I am and on social media love it and that's the only way to do it that's the only way to level up (laughs) yes there (laughs) you go exactly right right so guys I'm gonna make sure again I have all her show notes and definitely go check out her podcast as well it's called things we're too lazy to blog about definitely tune in it's a lot of great information on there very funny as you can tell by her personality (laughs) definitely check it out um, but again, uh, Miss Levine, we definitely appreciate you for coming on to the show. Appreciate the love yes, and support. Yes, you're welcome. I and, had uh, so much fun. Definitely, definitely. We look forward to seeing your success here, especially coming up in 2019 and beyond. We wish you the best. And again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Absolutely. And until next time, guys, much love, peace, and blessings. Describe yourself in three words. Ooh, three words. Mm-hmm. Uh, outgoing, boho, elegant. Love it, love it. Now, what's your favorite color? Pink. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was going to be pink. Girl, girl, I know. So cliche, but it's right. so true. Right, right. I paid attention to your page. I'm like, yeah, she knows pink. <laughs> we'll right. give you that idea. You know, right? <laughs> now, who are your style icons? Mmm... I have so many, but um, okay, let's see. I love Zendaya. She's always killing the game. Love her stylist. They're just always amazing with her style. Uh, love Reese Witherspoon. She's just so classic and beautiful in what she wears. Um, who, who else? I mean, obviously not around anymore, but like Coco Chanel, like just obsessed. Like, yeah. No Tomorrow, amazing. Valentino, same thing. Like amazing garments, amazing structure. Just love, 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 and love the designers themselves. 
Um, who else right now is coming? Like, there's so many. Like, there's so many amazing designers right now. I literally am just like, I'll right. leave it there. There's All, so right. Many <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect. And last question: If you can wear only one designer for the rest of your life, who would it be? Oh God, one designer <laughs> for the rest of my life. Wow. Well, I kind of felt like that when I was on, you know, stripped on yeah. Bravo because they only let me, you know, have one item a day. And my one of my first items was I got my Givenchy boots, and everyone was like, "Why the hell would you do that?" And I'm like, "Because I needed to feel fabulous, people. I had all my stuff taken away." <laughs> so I guess maybe it would be my Givenchy boots. I'd have to go back to that. Yeah, perfect, <laughs> perfect. Shout out to them, most definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>